0: we Hey everyone, welcome to Front Porch Swingers. I'm Brenna. I'm Brian. This episode of FPS is brought to you by our friends at Cassidy.com. I think the thing I like most about Cassidy is you can fill out bios, and you should be filling them out, people. The bios tell you a lot about the people you're looking at, so you can really make sure that you're compatible and you're meeting up with people that make sense for you and your play styles. There's also so many different ways to connect with people on Cassidy, their forums, their communities, the travel portion of of Cassidy, so many different features, and you can try them all for free for 30 days when you go to frontporchswingers.com and click on the Cassidy banner at the bottom of the home page. When you do that, you're also going to get a friend request from us and an invitation to join our community called Front Porch Swingers. So we hope to connect with you there as well, and uh, we hope that you have a whole lot of fun on Cassidy. So we have to give a shout out and a thank you to the Friends with a Twist folks. You guys heard Brian talk a couple weeks ago about his experience with the beautiful Madison from Friends with a Twist. And they actually just put up Madison's recounting of the same story. And that is the first time we have ever heard the other side of the story on a podcast.
1: Yeah, it's the first time anyone's ever talked about being with us and it's kind of weird when you hear it so I, I get why people have kind of a weird feeling about it sometimes
0: well that's the thing we've had so many of our friends be like wow that was really interesting to hear your perspective never anything negative no. more so just like it was weird to hear about the sex that I had from somebody else's perspective so I can't even imagine what that was like for you yeah
1: just listening to it and I'm gonna have to go back and listen again because you and I listened to it late last night it's weird because it's like you're listening to this story so fucking hot and then you realize oh shit She's talking about me.
0: Yeah, like very flattering yeah, as well. <laughs> absolutely.
1: She is just a doll.
0: So make sure you guys go listen to that episode. It's episode 18 of Friends with a Twist. Yeah, it's
1: also their anniversary episode, which again, I mean, just so so humbling to be part of that yeah. that whole experience, you know? And then, of course, I don't want to give any spoiler alerts away, but it, it seemed the, the whole experience was good for them as a couple, which I think is great.
0: Yeah, that's what matters most. So yeah. very cool. I will tell you guys that we, I think, have kind of started cracking the code on Vegas in terms of the lifestyle, both from from a personal perspective as well as professional. And this week was a good one as a result of that. I had two very hot, very different play sessions.
1: Yes, you with- did, actually. You were pretty slutty now that I think about
0: it. I was. And I think the story we're going to recount today was very telling of how far I've come with my confidence and my willingness to kind of step out there. So we're going to talk about that soon. But it also happened on Thanksgiving. And I think we should talk a little bit about our Thanksgiving because it was so different than 99% of people's Thanksgivings or what they could even conceive as a Thanksgiving celebration.
1: Yeah, it was fucking amazing sushi and sex at a club. I mean, it's pretty much what we did. Now, the sushi, we did not have at the club. We had amazing fucking sushi dinner. You and I, just a phenomenal experience.
0: Yeah, and the sushi was in an amazing environment, too. If you guys haven't been to the Red Rock Hotel yet, you absolutely should go. It is fucking beautiful. And it was the perfect place to celebrate Thanksgiving, too. It was just kind of bougie. It made me feel sexy. It was a very good lead-in to what happened after sushi, which was still me getting, you know, stuffing, basically. <laughs> yeah,
1: you were totally stuffed. Even, I still had even without turkey. Yeah. yeah, 100%. It was a great fucking time. I really enjoyed it. And then, as you said, we were invited to join some folks at an amazing fucking club. And we don't say that often.
0: No, that Rarely. is rare for us to say, but it yeah. is an amazing fucking club. We're talking about Playhouse LV. Yeah, it
1: was It was really impressive. I mean, we had the opportunity to meet the folks that operate it, and they're super fucking amazing. But the, the facility itself really blew me away. I walked around that thing for about 20 minutes. Just taking it all in, it was really fucking impressive, and I I don't say that lightly.
0: Yeah, no, I was very impressed by it. It smelled amazing. Yeah, like a
1: fucking candle shop. It was so fucking nice.
0: It was just sexy. The the sofas were sexy. Everything was dim. It was definitely an inspiration to be naughty, which we'll talk about in just a little bit.
1: Yeah, because spoiler alert, you totally were. In fact, I'm going to just say this. You were naughty first. You were the first person to be naughty.
0: Yeah. That's pretty
1: fucking impressive.
0: Well, I'm going to do it more often, I think.
1: I think you probably should.
0: Yeah. And I I just love that in general, our Thanksgiving celebration was very us. You know what I mean? We did things that were important to us that brought us joy. I don't think we're traditional people in general. So it was very- You don't say.
1: What was your (laughs) first fucking clue?
0: (laughs) So it was very cool to do something that felt very on brand for the two of us.
1: Uh, Yeah, I don't- Yeah, I mean, listen, first of all, I don't give a shit about turkey, so I'm good. Don't care for stuffing. Don't want the yams. I'm not interested in oh. cranberry sauce, any of that shit.
0: I don't like any Thanksgiving
1: food besides bowls, yeah, so, like
0: bread. That's bad Yeah, of it. course.
1: But, you know, sushi, yeah, all fucking day long. Bring it on.
0: Oh, and it was the best sushi. Oh, so.
1: my God. It was so fucking good.
0: So, yeah, that was our Thanksgiving. And then in addition to all of the fun we've been having, professionally, we have some things coming together. As far as these events, you guys, we have cemented some things that we're going to be announcing very soon. And I think what's most exciting about that is it's not just going to be here in the Vegas area. No, we are going all sorts of places.
1: We're going to Phoenix. We're going to Palm Springs. We're going fucking all over Denver everywhere. Yes. So fucking exciting. But there is some really exciting news coming up about the Vegas area. I'm fucking pumped for it. I'm so happy that this happened.
0: Yes. Our first event, we are going to do a multi-venue, multi-day event to kick it off right. You guys know we don't like to do things small, so it's going to be a big deal. We're really excited to announce that. So make sure you guys stay tuned for details on that.
1: Yeah. I'm looking forward to it. It's going to be a good fucking time. And if, if what we've been experiencing is any indication of what is to come, our fucking dance card's full.
0: Yes, it is. We got a
1: lot of shit going on. (laughs) Holy man, what the fuck? It's like, you always get into these, I do anyway, I get into these grooves. It's like, man, there's not enough happening. I feel like my fucking feet are in quicksand. We got to go, go, go. And then out of nowhere, we just get hit with, everything all at once. And it's like, holy shit, what just happened?
0: Well, those are our lives in general. We just realized yesterday that we have only been in Vegas for a month.
1: Not even as of yesterday. We have not yet been in Vegas for a month.
0: This week will be a month.
1: Yeah, it's pretty fucking insane what we've done and learned and accomplished in less than 30 days.
0: The number of people we've met, the number of clubs and events that we've been to already. I mean, we have been active. Well,
1: let's think about it. Before we had furniture, we were at three clubs in the fucking area.
0: <laughs> Before we had a dining room table.
1: Yeah. I mean, we just, we came up and just said, fuck it, we're, we'll deal with all that shit later. And, you know, we were just having a good fucking time. So, like the first week or week and a half, we're, I mean, we were just running around town getting the fucking lay of the land. It literally, it was awesome.
0: Yeah. Well, we really want to be involved in this community, in the lifestyle community here. It's something that's important to us. And it's one of the reasons we moved here. So, we wasted no time. We got involved no. very quickly. We have already made some great. Great acquaintances. I think on our way to fast friends with some people, and it's just been—I don't know—I feel really electrified right now.
1: Well, we have about thirty of them showing up at a meet and greet in a couple of days.
0: Yes, which is pretty
1: fucking awesome.
0: Yeah, we're doing a completely vanilla. I don't. I guess I shouldn't say completely vanilla. Well, there'll (laughs) be no
1: play. It's in a in a vanilla spot, which is super fucking sexy and cool. We have. It's quickly become our favorite place.
0: Yeah, absolutely. It's just this really cute little cocktail bar, and we have a a a private area that we're gonna have some people and just chat and get to know some people that are also in the hot wave space in this community, because obviously that's what we're most interested in.
1: Yeah. And it's interesting because as and we've talked a little bit about this, but as unsingle guy friendly as this environment can be here, there are a lot of hot wife players. Yes. A lot.
0: A lot. Yeah.
1: And it's interesting because once The word gets out that single guys are welcome and that hot wife couples are appreciated in a space. Man, they come out of the woodwork.
0: Yeah, which is exciting for us. I mean, obviously, that's part of why we're doing what we're doing with these events. So lots more to come on that. Yeah, for sure. And I also think that we should mention that we are going to an event... In yes. Palm Springs in January, we're not promoting it because I'm pretty sure it's sold out at this well, point. Yeah,
1: we're not. We have nothing to do with it. We're fucking attendees. And we were lucky we even found out about it. We didn't know anything about it until we met some amazing people and uh, had a great fucking night with them.
0: We're going to Fest, which is also known as BFF. And it's happening in Palm Springs. It happens twice a year. It's the largest bisexual lifestyle event in the country.
1: Yeah, and it's uh, we have spoken to a number of people. We actually played with a number of people uh, during a private party last week or week before. I don't even remember anymore. And they told us all about it. And we're like, you have to come. You have to come. And the one thing you and I don't typically do It's just out of the ordinary spontaneous shit. Like...
0: Uh, Never. We are never spontaneous. We
1: overanalyze the shit out of everything. And normally we would have dissected this thing for a fucking week before we even thought about it.
0: We would have thought about everything we wanted to do, didn't want to do, why we should go, why we shouldn't go, the cost versus the reward. We would have had fucking spreadsheets out. And this time we heard about it. And literally the next day, I think we were having dinner or drinks or something. We were out somewhere and you're like, fuck it. Just book it.
1: We're just going to book it. I got a text message from one of the guys that we were hanging out with that night before who told us about this thing. And I was like, man, he just keeps talking about this like it's like, you know, it's the best fucking event ever. We just need to go. Fuck yeah. it. Let's just do it. So we found the hotel. We booked the tickets. We re- we reached out to the promoter, got all that shit straightened out. And boom, we're fucking booked and we're going. So anybody heading to Palm Springs for BFF, uh, hopefully we'll see you there
0: can't wait. I literally can't wait.
1: I might even break out the fucking unicorn onesie again, because it's going to be chilly. You're going to need a little something. So I, I might have to wear that.
0: Okay, we'll see about that. I think mostly we'll be naked, but... Yeah, or a robe, It's whatever. at a nudist resort. It so, is. I mean, you can be nude pretty much all the time, all day, every day.
1: Yeah, it's going to be a fucking blast. I cannot wait.
0: Ugh! <sighs> I think that'll be really interesting for us to step out of our comfort zone like that because I mean we're in a completely new environment we've never even been to Palm Springs let alone a nude I resort I was as a
1: child so yeah oh I didn't know as that. An, yeah as an adult I have no fucking idea what it looks like yeah. anymore
0: yeah well let alone at a nude resort during a bisexual event <laughs> well, we with were, over
1: 200 people <laughs> and we were already in the works for putting a, an event together there it's probably going to be event number three for us if I, if, if I remember correctly so we were already going to Palm Springs anyway this just gives us an opportunity to check it out and kind of see what's going on and meet some folks. And this is just going to be a blast. I have not been looking forward to anything this much since Podbash. I'm super fucking pumped to do this.
0: I can tell. I can tell how excited
1: you are. Well, because it's it's different for us. And this is one of those things we talked about it. We're probably going to save a lot of these things for ourselves. The fact that you and I played together, first of all, is a big fucking deal. We never do that. And the fact that we did it under the circumstances that we did was just so fucking special and unique for us. Yeah, I mean, I don't know that we, it's just one of those things we want to keep for ourselves. You know, we share a lot, obviously, with, with everybody, with anyone who will listen. <laughs> there, have, there have been some uh, experiences that we have not shared for a lot of reasons, you know, the folks we play with didn't really want that information out there. And some things were just special to us and we kept them for ourselves this is one of those things. And I think these types of activities for us in the lifestyle will probably become our private space.
0: I think we'll have a story or two from
1: BFF. Oh, no question. Guess. Well, listen, we're <laughs> going to talk about it because based on everything that we have heard, it's a fucking blast. So I yeah, I'm sure it's going to be just a, a good fucking time that we'll want to talk about. But within that time that we're there, I'm sure we'll experience some things that we'll just want to keep to ourselves because it's, you know, it's really unique for us. We never play together. It's not our jam. Yeah. You know, and the truth is, as hot as that was, and it was fucking hot, we had a great time. There is nothing like the reconnection that you and I experience after a hot wife experience. Yes. There just isn't.
0: Well, I think that speaks to that really being our bread and butter. I think you and I playing with this group was really hot and sexy and a new experience. We've been kind of dissecting it and thinking a lot about it. And that's been amazing. But nothing compares to how it feels for me to just be a total fucking slut and then come back to you and we have this explosive sex afterward.
1: Well, to watch you in the environment that we were in the other night at Playhouse, It was really interesting because you wasted no time getting in the mix. You know, you just you put yourself out there, literally introduce yourself to everyone in the room, every couple, every single dude, and you were in your element. It was really interesting to watch, and it worked because. Listen, you got a lot of attention. You looked amazing. You know, we were out to dinner. We were really dressed well, like we always are way overdressed for a club, but but not really. It, everyone there was really well appointed, but you just looked spectacular. And then, of course, you're floating around the room talking to every <laughs> swinging dick in the place.
0: I don't think I've ever been described as floating around the room. I'm way too clunky for that shit, well, but I, you... I'll take it. I appreciate the compliment No,
1: you were absolutely got everyone's attention. And, you know, part of what we're going to talk about here in a minute, Single Guy Tip of the Week, Uh, it's interesting because every fucking single dude in the room, after you got and made some contact with them, came over to get my attention. Because now there's a room, there's probably 10 or 12 single guys at that particular time, and they're vying for your attention.
0: It was very flattering.
1: <laughs> it was fucking amazing. But you made that happen. You put those wheels in motion. Typically I'm the guy that is the wingman for you, the wing person. And I didn't I didn't have to do any of that. I sat on the couch and just bullshitted with a couple and a couple of guys and meanwhile you're just bouncing around from folks to you know, one person to another and it was great to watch. And then, of course, you're the first one to play.
0: Yeah, we'll talk about that soon, but I do want to get to single guy tip of the week because being at Playhouse LV was a reminder of this, but I also think back to the Goodfellas events that we attended in Florida and how many amazing single guys we came into contact with at those events. And I think the thing that made a lot of these guys stand out, both from my perspective and from yours after speaking to you, was that a lot of them approached you first. Yeah, absolutely. And I I want to throw that out there as a tip this week. And I know that not every hot wife couple is going to agree with this particular tip, but it works for us and it's something that I think shows respect right off the bat. When you approach a couple and you approach the male half first, and it's not a misogynistic thing. It's not like a gatekeeper type thing. To me, it's a a showing of respect to the husband or the boyfriend, but in addition to that, it's a good buffer because if a guy comes up to you and you know that I'm not going to be interested for one reason or another, you can kind of make that evident before he even approaches me and I don't have to be the one to reject him or, you know, make him feel bad in any way because I I never want to. So that's part of it. But the other part is, if I am interested, you know I'm going to be, you can be that wingman. You can bring them into the conversation. You can introduce us. You can maybe let me know of one thing that you learned about them that you think I'm going to find interesting. So you're just a really good middleman in that situation.
1: Yeah. The truth is, I think more so for the single dude in that uh, situation than me if you're a single guy and you're going to these hot wife type events where it's a you know it's a mix and mingle and single men are obviously appreciated and invited you're on the, you're in demand to some degree and but you're going to have a lot of competition i would think in i most think you're situations. the stars of the
0: show that's the that's the exciting part about going to a yeah. hot wife event as a hot wife
1: yeah and but what is unique in the situation like that is although you are But, you know, to some degree, the center of attention, which is unusual, obviously, and that alone can get guys kind of really riled up. Typically, obviously, they're either not permitted or they're they're charge an exorbitant fee, they're held to some really insane kind of stringent rules and regulations, so they're they're very timid. And in a situation like that, they can be much more comfortable. And for their own benefit, coming up to the male partner of a couple first, like you said, really does take a lot of the pressure off. I know it sounds daunting. Oh, I got to go talk to a guy about potentially having sex with his wife. You really don't. What you need to do is come introduce yourself to me, for example. We can have a conversation. I will know very quickly if this person will be of interest to you. And I can politely let them know that, you know, we're either you are either looking for something specific and maybe another time kind of thing. Or, hey, my partner's name is Brenna. Please make yourself known to her. Introduce yourself to her. Uh, You know, that kind of thing. If I think there's some, you know, you'll have some interest. Uh, Like you said, it really does create a much easier environment and more friendly environment for everybody. And it takes the awkwardness of you having to turn some guy down.
0: So I think the thing that guys need to understand is you mentioned it can be kind of daunting to walk up to the husband or the boyfriend or the male partner of the female. I think that what guys need to keep in mind in those environments, specifically when they're at a hot wife specific event or they're surrounded by hot wife couples the husband wants you to get laid. Yes, he's your biggest cheerleader. Yeah,
1: I'm on your side. Truly, I'm on your side. It, it, the idea that my partner, you are not, you're not going to have a good time. That doesn't benefit me. I don't want you to not get fucked at these events. Right. There's no there's no upside for either of us, honestly. So for guys to be really nervous and concerned, I get it. But trust me, it's worth it because as the the husbands, the partners, we want you to be successful. That's why we're there. Yes. You know the sex that you and I have after an event like that, after a situation like that, where you have had an, you know an amazing time is more than worth the price of admission. So, you know, step out there, guys.
0: Yeah be willing to make that first move and to be like I said respectful and approach the husband first. That's just my tip. Not every couple agrees. No,
1: no. And a lot of we've talked to a lot of couples. They're like they don't like it. They want, you know, the female portion of the couple to really kind of take the lead and and we've seen it. You know, the the male portion just kind of sits back and watches and that's cool if that's your thing and whatever works for you. For us, you know, you run into us at a hot wife event, come say hello to me. You know, yeah. I'll help you out. Trust me. If I think that that you know you're interested, I will I've done it. I've walked a guy right over to you. <laughs> You know, totally have. Hey, Brent, I wish you to introduce you to this guy. You know, I mean, instantly just walk you right over to him. So, And yeah. half
0: the time I end up fucking them. So. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Listen, I'm going to, you know, I'm going to improve your odds. Trust me.
0: <laughs> Drastically, probably. Yeah. yeah,
1: trust me, I'm going to improve your odds. So on top of all of the crazy shit that we've been up to, I actually, I have a date tonight.
0: Yes, you do. Yeah,
1: I have a date tonight. So 7.30, going to potentially have a a little bit of bourbon with a guy and see how that goes. I've been communicating with him pretty regularly. What a Um,
0: sexy date, a little bourbon tasting. I love that. Yeah,
1: yeah. So it'll be interesting. I'm looking forward to it. Seems like a very uh, normal sort of dude, you know, uh, which is appreciated at this point. Absolutely. Because the fucking, listen, let me tell you, you deal with some single guy crazy shit as everybody knows. In my space, it's just as fucking bad, if not worse. I think
0: it's probably worse than some
1: of the shit you told me. (laughs) So fucking insane. Uh, So when you actually get the opportunity to sit down with someone who seems normal, it's really kind of exciting. So looking forward to that. And we have, of course, our meet and greet on Wednesday. We have some naughty plans for you this weekend. We have a lot of shit going on this weekend. This weekend's going to be jam-packed.
0: Yes, it is. A lot of business stuff, but I'm pretty sure... I'm going to get banged real good as well.
1: Yeah. Um, listen, you can almost guarantee it. If anyone's placing bets on whether <laughs> Brenna gets banged on the weekends, you know, your odds are pretty good. You know, I would say take sometimes the over on
0: a Tuesday. Even,
1: yeah. So. Yeah. Take it the have over to be
0: a Saturday night. <laughs> no,
1: any, t- any time that that opportunity comes up for you to place a bet, take the over.
0: Yeah, I've been very strategic with how I am fucking people lately, though. Well, yeah, but let's talk about this. When my libido's higher, I definitely want to fuck more often.
1: Well, for sure, but also, you know, we have gotten ourselves into a situation where, well, I actually, I guess I'd got myself into a situation where I have done really fucking well vetting guys for you as of late. So well. So now you've basically tasked me with it.
0: Yeah. Why would I not? You're You're like, you're way better at it than I
1: am. Well, you're like, you're dealing with a bunch of fucking guys and some of them are just crazy. Some of the shit they say, and you're like, okay, fucking I'm out for the next two days. I'm not talking to single guys. You deal with it. (laughs) Like, okay. You know, so I got to put my fucking vetting cap on and, and get to work. But yeah, I mean, it seems to that seems to be working here very well.
0: Yeah, absolutely. We've been very fortunate. Does that mean you have plans for me this weekend?
1: Um, uh, potentially. <laughs> okay, yeah, good. I have, I potentially have some plans for you. Absolutely. I mean, you know, I've always, I always have something in the works because I know how fucking naughty you are. Yeah. Uh, and I don't want, you know, I don't want to in, not encourage your naughtiness, certainly. You know? Yeah, like, I'm sure you don't. No. Well, like I said, why wouldn't I? Guys, we want you to succeed. Husbands in my situation, partners want you to succeed. Because when you and I reconnect, like the other night after the club, it was fucking crazy hot. Crazy hot. Yes, it was. Why don't I want that all the time? Because <laughs> well, I, I can't
0: fuck someone else every day of the week. No, would that just... would
1: be excessive, maybe. But still, it's, uh, you know, it's just one of those things that we want to experience as much as possible on top of all the other sexy shit we're doing. So, so um, stay
0: tuned for a lot more naughtiness is basically what Brian is getting at here.
1: Yeah, this weekend is going to be, yeah, it could be uh, something special for sure. I'm working on it.
0: Oh. Okay. well, we are going to get to something special that happened on Thanksgiving in just a couple of minutes. But first, we want to say thank you to the partners of the Front Porch Swingers podcast. This episode of FPS is brought to you by Promescent. You guys have heard us talk about the flagship delay spray from Promescent, but did you know that they also now have delay wipes? They are so convenient to just pack along with you when you're going to a club or to a house party, slip them in your swingers bag or even just in your pocket, and you apply them a few minutes before playtime so that you can extend it just a little bit more. Who doesn't want to be extra impressive to a new partner or even to your own partner if that's your thing. So we highly recommend using the Delay Wipes, and that's just one example of the products that Permesin has. Another type of wipe are their before and after wipes, which I just personally used when we went to a club, and they were perfect. I just threw them in my clutch, used them to clean up both before and after my play. They are made with aloe vera, so they're great for your skin, and it was perfect. I just think they're so convenient and a great addition to your swinger. Bag. So go to permescent.com today to check out those products and others. That's p r o m e s c e n t.com and use our promo code F P S fifteen off. That's F P S one five o f f for fifteen percent off of your order today. This episode of F P S is brought to you by Manscaped. Ladies, I don't know about you, but I don't want to find a bush when I go down on my man's chimney. Hairy jingle balls are a thing of the past with Manscape Performance Package 4.0. The Lawnmower 4.0 is an electric trimmer that has pri- proprietary advanced skin safe technology. The perfect trimmer to keep his Christmas tree trimmed. It's also waterproof so he can use it in the shower. And the Manscaped Performance Package also includes the Crop Preserver and Crop Reviver, an anti shafing ball deodorant, moisturizer, and toner to keep his North Pole feeling and smelling fresh. They also just launched their new two-in-one shampoo and conditioner. You guys, Brian has been using this mostly as a body wash because he doesn't have hair, but it smells amazing and it's moisturizing. So even if you use it on the skin, it's fantastic and it smells so good. You can get 20% off of these products plus free shipping with the code swingers at manscaped.com. Every guy has Manscaped on their wish list, So this holiday season, make sure you grab him the products he's going to need. Again, 20% off and free shipping with the code swingers at manscaped.com. Naughty or nice, Manscaped is the number one gift on Santa's list this year. So some of you have been to a club with us slash me, and some of you, most of you, have heard me talk about what I'm like in a club atmosphere, and I think this story is going to surprise some of you for that reason, because I was behaving very differently, I had a very high sense of confidence in this moment, and it really worked out for me. It paid off in dividends.
1: Well... Okay. So let me paint a picture. First of all, we have decided, I think, I think we've decided even before this event, obviously this evening, we are simply going to do our level best to get outside of our comfort zones more often and really take chances, right? Really take risks Yeah, when it it comes to, you know, some of the things that we want to do versus, well, should we do it? Is it really a good idea? And, you know, provided there's full consent and nobody's going to get hurt, like, fuck it, we're just going to do it.
0: Our theme has been open hearts, open minds. What the things that come to you based on that can be so many different options. And when you go into situations with that mindset, really fucking cool experiences can come of it.
1: Yeah, and it's something that really... uh, has resonated with me because, you know, we and I have been talking about a lot of things that we both want to do personally that we have, you know, been hesitant to do for any number of reasons. And every time it seems, it seems every time lately that we've done something that we have simply done from the heart instead of our mind, it just seems to work out. Yes. It just makes more sense. And I think that's just what I'm going to do more often. And the evening that we're going to talk about really is a great representation of that for you because under no circumstance have you ever walked into a club and very literally said, okay, I'm going to meet everyone. You said that to me. I'm going to talk to everyone. Yes. And I was sitting on the couch talking to a, a single guy and a couple. And I'm like, okay, sure you are. No problem. Because you say that shit to me all the time. <laughs> you know, you know, do, you think I, do you think I'll Do you think i get up and go hit on that guy? I'm like, no, absolutely not. You won't. Yeah. So in, in a vanilla place. So when you said that, I'm like, all right, she's going to go walk around, you know.
0: So let me preface this by saying I was feeling good that night. I have really worked hard on my confidence level. Just when I walk into a room, I had a dress on that made me feel great. The dress is
1: so sexy. I told you to get one in every color because you loved it so much. (laughs) It's this
0: beautiful yellow and black wrap dress. It's really low cut and it kind of hugs in all the right places.
1: Well, let's face it. We had an amazing dinner and an amazing experience at the restaurant we we had eaten in. And that's mainly because the executive chef, I think, was absolutely enamored with your tits. (laughs) So he was a head sushi chef, sushi roller. And so we were sitting at the sushi bar and this guy, i'm surprised he didn't lose a digit because he could not take his eyes off of your tits and it was really funny for me to watch it was hilarious because there was a family sitting kind of to the left of us and they're talking to him and chatting him up and you and i are just kind of watching the show and he's just looking over cannot take his eyes off of your tits so i thought okay this is either gonna be a train wreck because this guy's gonna cut his hand off or we're gonna have a great fucking time
0: well, and we, we did. had a great time. He didn't yeah. lose a finger. No, thank and, goodness. Uh, but I didn't blame him. I mean, my tits were out, were out and loud and proud. Loud and proud. Yeah. loud
1: and proud. Yeah. And it was, listen, you were the, you got everybody's attention at the club because you made no bones about it. You were going to make your presence known. And in a lot of circumstances, much like we just talked about with the guys kind of being a little bit more timid and not so much out there. I think a lot of times, and we've seen it, couples will get to these events. I mean, hell, we've done it. You've done it. And you're a little bit more reserved, getting the lay of the land first time we've been there, don't really know what to expect. And so, you know, it would be it would make sense if you were a little bit more sheltered and a little bit more protective but so
0: let me say this the last two hot wife events that we went to our friend V went with us I know she's listening right now or at least I hope she is for sure she has seen me in both of those environments before and I think she would have been shocked to see me on Thursday how confident I was how willing I was to go up and just start a conversation and it was not necessarily all flirtation with these guys I legitimately met everyone every single couple every single single gentleman, the bartender, everyone, I was talking to everyone. And I really set that as a goal for myself going in. And I didn't even tell you I was going to do that before we got there.
1: No, not until we got there. You were finally, you were like, okay, I'm going to talk to everybody. I'm like, all right, sure you are, whatever. <laughs> and sure enough, you did. And, and I knew you did because all of a sudden... I've got a parade of guys coming over to me. Hey, just met your wife. She's so beautiful. She looks great. She smells so good. My name is such and such. And, you know, I was starting to talk to these guys. I got, I, I started to get confused as to who the hell I was talking to. There were so many of them. Yeah. A couple of guys just sat right down next to me. And were like, hey, I'm, you know, this is my name. And I just met Brenna. And I'm like, oh, Jesus, she's talking to everybody. Yes. You know, so you met everyone. And by virtue of that, <laughs> I pretty much met everybody.
0: Was it sexy to you that I did that?
1: It was because it was obvious to me what was going on. You were clearly making your presence known. You were also making it known that you were ready to play. Interesting. Like you were not there. To be a wallflower.
0: Well, and that's the other thing that I did very strategically. I was very friendly with everyone, but the guys that I knew I would potentially be interested in playing with, I definitely put out a different vibe. I shook their hands. I flashed them a big smile. I flirted for the first time, where I'm the one leading with the flirt game in a very long time.
1: Yeah, and I also want to say it was very obvious. Clearly, it's obvious to me which guys you're interested in. I know that type instantly, but. I absolutely took a bullet for you with one of them because you were talking, or a guy was talking to you while you were sitting at the bar. I was walking around <laughs> taking the whole place in. I come over, you get up instantly off of the bar stool, introduce me to the guy, and walk away. I'm like, <laughs> okay, I see where this is headed. So I'm going to get the shrapnel. Got it. <laughs> Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, you knew what you were doing. You had a, you had a, you were on a mission for sure. You Back had a goal. to single
0: guy tip of the week. If he had approached you first, we could have avoided that situation. But. Yeah.
1: Yeah. There was no way you were playing with him. I don't, there was, I don't see any way that that would have happened but he certainly could have saved himself a lot of time and energy and just came right over to me
0: yeah well i did i floated around i flirted and one guy really caught my eye i would say a couple of guys in fact at one point i came up to you and i told you that i may want to play with two of them if they were interested
1: well listen let's uh, let's be clear what you told me was if they were willing and interested you wanted to play with both of them together
0: that's what i meant yeah, yeah
1: i wanted to be like this was not roasted. an individual thing no you wanted to play with both of them together i thought holy shit she's really stepping the fuck out there i wanted
0: two cocks yeah she's
1: feeling herself no question about it (laughs) well and let's talk about for a second why the one guy was so attractive to you i know why partially he was absolutely well put together he was so well well spoken he was articulate he was friendly he He was conversant so good yeah i mean listen the guy was wearing a bow tie okay he was really fucking well dressed yes and that's a big deal. because He
0: caught my eye the moment he walked in.
1: Yeah, not that every, listen, the truth is everyone in that room was really well put together. Yes, There was no one in there that didn't belong. There was more than one sport coat in that place, a couple of suits, a couple of ties. I mean, the guys were on point. The women were, uh, looked amazing. They were all in gowns. You know? Not
0: gowns necessarily, well, but cocktail dresses, cocktail mostly. dresses, but
1: really nice. And I was I was just super impressed with it. And particularly with the guys, you know, these single dudes came to to impress. And yes. this guy did, for sure. He was really impressive. I enjoyed his, his conversation.
0: So I actually flirted with him first. Once again, never fucking happens. I walked no. up, introduced myself, I told him he looked fantastic. He immediately pl- paid me a compliment right back, made it clear that he was interested as well. I kind of walked away, but multiple times throughout the couple of hours. Hours we were sitting and kind of conversing with people. I could tell he was looking. I would catch him kind of staring out of the corner of my eye. I would turn and flash him a smile. He'd smile back. It was very flirtatious. It was this very kind of sexy foreplay going on for like an hour and a half.
1: Well, this is what I was going to mention. The, the one thing that I thought was unique, and I have not seen this before. I don't think you and I have experienced it anywhere before. What was interesting about Playhouse, particularly this evening, and and I didn't know that this was a a regular theme for them, but certainly this evening that we were there, the first couple of hours are very much a meet and greet. There is no play for the first two hours. Yes. And it's done by design for a number of reasons. I think not the least of which is people get comfortable with one another. Yes. It's a great fucking idea because for the first two hours, you don't even need to think about how awkward this can be. (laughs) You just need to have a conversation with people and determine basic chemistry and attractiveness. Yes. That's it. If you've got a modicum of attraction and there's some chemistry, potentially there's something to work with and you've got two hours to figure it out. Yeah. Which is fucking great. It really worked out well for us. Like I said, for for
0: me too, because he and I flirted with each other. I went up and and chatted him up very early on. So that entire time before play could start, before the playrooms opened really, he and I are shooting each other glances and it is this build up. It's all of this anticipation. I was never 99% sure he and I were going to play that night based on all of our flirtation with each other.
1: Well, and he spoke to me a number of times. In fact, he was one of the, there was three guys at one point sitting down, basically vying for my attention to have a conversation with me, which, you know, was obvious that you had already spoken to them because I was introduced to a couple of them, you know, prior, but they all came over and sat down right next to me and just started talking to me. They were not there because they thought I was fucking interesting. You know, they were trying to get my attention so that you potentially would show them the attention. And it fucking worked. It was a great plan.
0: Well, and the other thing is, because this guy had caught my eye so hard, I made it pretty clear to some of the other guys coming up because I didn't want to waste their time. Yeah. So I exchanged numbers with a couple of them. Which I
1: thought was also interesting. I walked over at one point. I went to get us a drink. I came back over to the the couch. You were sitting down across from this guy, kind of like on this leather ottoman, and you were exchanging phone numbers. I thought, well, that's interesting. I've never seen her do that. (laughs) You know, and he was a good looking dude. I thought, huh, That's. I wonder what's happening. Maybe he does, he's not staying. He's got to get out of here early or whatever. But that couldn't have been a five minute conversation.
0: He was a really cool guy and I totally want to hang out with him, but I didn't want to lead him on. So right. I, once again, totally outside of my comfort zone, I made it pretty clear that he and I would probably not be playing that evening. I said, I'd love to exchange numbers with you for something down the road. I'm probably not going to be available this evening. Right. Which I was surprised by. I'm like, yeah. holy fuck, I've got a voice and well, I'm using it.
1: When you said that and you guys had that conversation, I just sat there or stood there and waited a minute. And I was like, what the fuck was that? <laughs> what did I just miss? And you're like, oh, I'm not sure if I'm interested in him. I want to see about these two guys. But I, I wanted to give him my number because I think I may want to fuck him at another time. Like, oh, OK. Who are you? <laughs> You know, I mean, it came out of nowhere. Normally, I'm the one doing that for you. Like, hey, I got such and such number. Let me give this to you. This is his name. And it's like, yeah, I mean, you, I didn't need to do anything.
0: Yeah, usually you're like my personal sex assistant. And tonight yeah. I, or that night I rode solo. So. Yeah,
1: I'm like, yeah, I'm definitely your secretary. I'm like, hey, I got this number. I got that number. This is his name. <laughs> not, I didn't have to do a damn thing. I just sat back and watched the show. Yeah. It was so nice.
0: When the playrooms opened, I kind of milled around for a little bit. I was getting a little nervous because that's the point that it's like, okay, I could be rejected. I was pretty sure I wasn't going to be. But, you know, I mean, you always have those thoughts run through your head that if you go up to someone that you don't really know, they certainly don't owe you anything just because you've been flirting all night. I could get turned down or you could want to play with someone else.
1: Well, yeah, that was what I was going to say. When we first got there, we were probably two of maybe 10 people in the room when we arrived. By the time the playrooms opened and the pseudo meet and greet portion of the evening was over, there was probably 40 people in the room. So now the guys that have been talking to me are also talking to other folks. So yeah, like you said, you never really know, but you say that you kind of hemmed and hawed a little bit. I'm here to tell you, it wasn't, uh, it wasn't five minutes. It wasn't five (laughs) minutes before what happened was I was sitting down talking to these folks and there was a couple and a single guy that I was chatting with. And I, I looked over, you were to my left and I was going to ask you something or have you interject into this conversation. And you were gone. And... So
0: the guy is sitting on the couch. I yeah. finally get the gumption to go over to him. Super fucking smooth of me, by the way. I literally lean over the back of the couch and I'm whispering in his ear.
1: Oh, I didn't even see that. You yes. did it so quickly?
0: Yep. I leaned over, whispered in his ear, and I was like, I am very interested in spending some alone time with you if you're interested. And he turns and gives me this big smile and he's like, I am down. And I was like, okay, so here's the plan. I wanted to change into a piece of lingerie. I brought A clutch with me, and I put a little piece of black, my little black corset thing that I can like stuff into a little ball almost. So it fits into my clutch. I had that with me, and I wanted to just clean myself up, make sure I smelled really great and was ready to go. So I told him where I was going to be. I gave him a room, basically, the very last room I'm going to be in there. Give me about three minutes. I'm going to go tell Brian that I'm leaving with you. And if you want to come meet me down there, that would be great. So I come back to you, and I tell you that I'm going to play.
1: Yeah, well, and when you said that, I was like, okay, she's going to go talk to some folks and you know, maybe reconnect with a couple of these guys she was talking to. I honestly did not realize you disappeared because the guy sitting, another guy came over that you had talked to earlier that also started a conversation with me earlier in the evening. He's like, hey, where's your beautiful wife? And I'm, I thought you were standing next to me or sitting next to me. I'm like, you know what, man? I said she must be in a playroom somewhere. I said she wasted no time. He's like, oh, that's great, you know. And then we just started talking a little bit. But I really, I thought, well, she's either in the restroom or she's she's getting fucked. Yeah, I'm I had it, it happened that <laughs> fast, you know. So
0: I went to the room that I instructed him to come to. I changed into my lingerie, like I said, got cleaned up, and then I hear this little knock at the door, and I open it, and it's him, and he comes in, and we wasted no time. By the time I shut the door conversation was over. And I was standing there in my little black corset. He remarks that he really enjoys it and immediately starts touching me. And once again, very fucking uncommon for me. Typically, even if it's a situation like this, I like to make a little chatter and make it a little, of course I make it awkward. Yeah. That's,
1: you're super fucking awkward. I,
0: I have to make it awkward for whatever reason. That's the way my brain works. Not in this fucking situation. I shut the fuck up and I let him touch me.
1: Yeah. Look, I, listen, you, it happened so quickly, so smoothly. I didn't even know what was going on. I did. First of all, I didn't know what room you were in. No fucking clue. I wasn't about to go searching for you. I knew knew you were in the building. And based on how that building is laid out and the security of it, I knew you were safe. And so I just said, fuck it, I'm going to let it play out and see what happens. (laughs) You know, I just continued. I sat there just proudly hanging out on the couch, talking to these (laughs) folks. And everyone was like, oh, where's your wife? Where's Brent? I'm like, "I, I honestly don't know. She's running around here somewhere, probably fucking some dudes. I don't know.
0: So he and I start touching on each other. He starts grabbing me around the waist. We immediately start making out with each other. He's a fantastic kisser. He has some of the softest lips for a man, he must moisturize like crazy because his lips were delectable.
1: I need to get on that lip game. Got to figure that out because my lips are chapped.
0: Well, especially here in Vegas, it's hard to keep your lips so soft. He does a fantastic fuck. Whatever he does, you need to ask him what his regimen is. I'll get on that. It was lovely. And so he starts kissing me. He starts moving down and kissing onto my neck and then onto my chest. And I think the other thing I really liked about this whole thing because we were virtual strangers. I mean, we talked for a half hour maybe. So it's not as if we knew each other. He was very kind of cautious, not in terms of, I, I guess, just in terms of making sure that he was really respectful with me, sure. obviously asking for consent, which I don't think is necessarily respectful. That should be a given, but it was just how he asked. It was very friendly, very overly respectful. And I really, really liked that.
1: I'm sure there's a lot of reasons for that. First of all, that's just a character piece. That's a, that's him personally, which I think is great. And it goes to you know, how you chose the right guy, obviously. Now, there's probably some great guys in that room, but you chose the one that made the most sense, I think, in in this situation. But also, this is a unique deal here, man, because a lot of places don't entertain the idea of allowing single men. So there is a place that does, and these guys don't want to fuck it up.
0: Yeah, they appreciate it. Yeah,
1: they absolutely covet it for sure.
0: Yeah. So he is rubbing onto my ass at one point, remarks on how soft my skin is, and then he starts doing this amazing thing where he's like rubbing on me and leaning into me and whispering in my ear, kind of breathing hot air onto me while he's doing it, and it was very seductive. It just felt sexy, and this is a guy who's sure of himself but not cocky, and all of that kind of came across in the way he's touching me, rubbing on me. It was very sensual, and then there's this big, beautiful bed in the room. And he's like, I would love for you to lay down on the bed. And I'm like, absolutely. So I lay down and he kind of squats down by the edge of the bed and starts rubbing on my thighs and kind of rubbing all the way down my legs. Again, very sensual. And then very lightly, he starts licking my pussy. I also really liked that because I so often jump straight to, I want to suck your cock, that guys don't always feel the need to really pull out their oral game or to make that a large portion of the play. And again, in this situation, I didn't jump straight to that. I didn't start touching his cock right away and talking about how I wanted to suck it. I was like, I'm going to let this play out and see how this guy kind of spoils me in this situation. And he absolutely did. It was phenomenal. He is licking on my pussy lips. He is licking on my clit. He is kind of touching with a couple of his fingers on my pussy lips while he's licking and sucking on my clit, which was nice because it was hitting all sorts of different erogenous zones at the same time. And he goes for quite a while, and I can start to feel my legs kind of quicken. And I tell him I'm going to come, and I fucking loved this. Guys, take note: if I say I'm about to come or I'm getting close, picking up the speed is what you want to do. You don't want to slow down and or
1: stop entirely. Take,
0: take your foot off the pedal. That's not what you should fucking do.
1: No, you don't. You know, you've had this happen before. We've heard this happen, guys. You know, you'll say something like that, and the guys will just stop what they're doing. Like, what the fuck are you? Do? Why'd you do that?
0: They're like, oh. Okay, cool. Well, I don't want to cross the finish line, so I'm just going to stop right here. Yeah, crazy. What the fuck? No, this guy didn't. He picked up the pace, continued to touch me all over. He's rubbing my leg. I come hard, hard, hard arching my back off the bed kind of hard, legs shaking kind of hard. I was gripping his arms on both sides. And once again, basically a stranger. And yet it felt kind of connecting in that moment. It was a very cool thing.
1: Well, probably because you're really the one that orchestrated the whole thing.
0: Yeah, I think I felt comfortable for whatever reason that evening. I was just in this very comfortable headspace. Well,
1: confident for sure.
0: And I, because I was so interested and showed him that interest, I think he was very comfortable as well.
1: Well, you certainly put Somebody at ease when you do that. I I mean, I speak from experience. If if someone that you're interested in shows you the interest first and is really, you know, more the person taking the lead and letting you know that it's going to be okay to either touch or play or whatever, and giving you all of the signals and the green lights, uh, yeah, pressure goes down and confidence goes up. It just makes for a better session.
0: So after that, I'm like, you have way too many clothes on. You need to start getting. He's naked. dressed still. <laughs> He's still dressed. He, yes. So
1: he went down on you with the bow tie on.
0: Uh, no, he took the bow tie and his shirt off, but he had like a tank top on underneath, right. and he still had his pants on and his shoes. So I'm like, yeah, well, let's take some clothes off. <laughs> He's yeah, like, okay. <laughs> He's like, you have too many clothes on too. So I kind of whipped out the the ladies. So now I'm just in the corset top, but pretty much everything is showing. Right. And I'm like, I would love to return the favor. And he said, absolutely. So he. Gets gets undressed. He lays on the bed. And the other thing I loved about this room is it had all of these pink glowing lights. It was, I picked the pink room. Each room had kind of a different lighting structure to it. Some of them were yellow. Some of them were blue. Some of them were really dark. I wanted pink because pink's one of my favorite colors, but also because it felt sexy. It was this very glowing hue across the entire room. And it was, I don't know. It just felt sexier than some of the other rooms. That's why I chose it. And so it looked great, too. As he's laying on the bed, here's his beautiful cock with this pink hue on it. And I was very turned on by that.
1: Like a spotlight.
0: Kind of, a yeah. A beacon, if you will. Not not really like a spotlight, though. It was just this beautiful, dim, sexy lighting. Very erotic. I love red lighting for that reason. I think it makes everything look better, especially when you have a hot dude. He has his cock out. You can kind of see the muscles rippling under the red lighting. Very much the same with this. I've really enjoyed that.
1: Well, I'm not surprised you chose the pink room. Just saying.
0: So I start sucking his cock, and it's beautiful, and it's getting hard in my mouth, which I also fucking love. There is something so hot to me about knowing and feeling that I am turning someone on that way. And it was, I mean, his erection's amazing, but also he has this blood pumping to it while I'm sucking his cock. When you can feel that pulsating going on while you're sucking cock, it's like motivation. I'm like, fuck yeah, I need to keep the pace going here because I am clearly doing what works for him.
1: Yeah. It's also, it's kind of like, I'm getting ready to come. Don't stop.
0: Yeah, exactly. And I start very lightly touching his balls. I kind of and remove my mouth. And I was like, do you like that? Are they sensitive? He's like, no, that feels amazing. So I'm kind of just lightly grabbing and massaging onto his balls while I'm sucking his cock. And I'm going a little bit deeper and a little bit deeper. And at one point, he kind of puts his hand on the side of my head and I positioned my head so that he, his hand moved to the back of my head, basically to let him know, like, I want you to kind of use my mouth. Yeah, like
1: force my head down onto your cock.
0: Not, I wasn't necessarily looking for that in that moment, but it was more so just letting him know, like, you can kind of control me a little bit. You can have a little bit more aggression with me. Yeah,
1: what's well, it's important he doesn't know you. You guys are, he's unfamiliar, you know?
0: But also it's important that he can pick up on those cues because I think there would be a lot of guys that if I did that with, they would immediately go, okay, I'm going to choke you as hard as right. I possibly can with my cock. That's not what this guy did. He started out very kind of slowly, just pushing my head down just a little bit and easing his, himself into my mouth just a little bit more. And then I started picking up the pace. So he started picking up the pace. We're just doing this very sexy dance back and forth. And it was very, it was fun.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's Listen, we talk about it all the time for the, for single guys, particularly, you know, pick up on the cues, you know, and don't be in a rush. That's a marathon, not a sprint.
0: Exactly. Yes. And th- that's exactly what it was. I feel like we were both kind of savoring that moment. It didn't feel like a frenzied moment. It felt like this very erotic dance between the two of us. So he is pushing me down and I'm going further down onto his cock and further down onto his cock until I kind of start gagging a little bit. I have the drool going a little bit the tears going down the face just a little bit. And pretty quickly, he's like, I really need to fuck you. And I'm like, I really think it you sounds too. like you did. <laughs> So I get off of him. He gets off the bed, grabs a condom, puts it on, and I ask him how he wants to fuck me and he tells me to lay down on my back. So I do. And he um, starts kind of pumping himself as he's like right by my pussy. In other words, like the tip is kind of swirling around. He's kind of teasing my clit with it while he's jacking himself off and just making sure he's all hard and ready to go, which I also really liked. It was that connection and that tease happening, the energy flow. A lot of guys, like if they need to kind of get themselves prepared to fuck, they'll completely step away from you to do it as if they're ashamed of the fact that they have to pump on their cock a little bit. Or,
1: or it's a frenzied kind of thing where it's very awkward and uncomfortable. And
0: Yeah, and they're like, oh my god, just get hard, just get hard. Or, yeah. you know, something like that. And if you can make it part of the tease and the interaction and it's you're still maintaining some level of contact, that's way sexier.
1: Yeah, and it's much easier to get a main maintain a fucking erection.
0: Yeah, no joke. I would assume it's, yeah, you're yeah, it not, is. You're not uh, stressing yourself out to the no. nth degree. No, no. So he's doing that. He's kind of playing with my pussy with the tip and then he starts playing with my pussy with his fingers a little bit and then he's ready for me and he eases into me has that initial beautiful fucking stretch that I love. I let out this moan. And just about that moment that that happened, I started hearing other moans going on. There was clearly someone in the room next to us and both the guy and the girl were moaning. And we talked about this one other time when I was actually at a Goodfellas event and Secrets, really, the the idea of other people moaning around you and you not really knowing what's going on, but you being able to hear it 100% fueled this interaction. Well,
1: actually, the room that you were in, as it turns out, next to you was uh, a gal who was with Multiple guys.
0: Well, so it
1: was fucking hot.
0: (laughs) She was loving every minute of it from whatever fucking happened. So or from what I'm hearing anyway. So he's pumping into me and I'm hearing these moans. And at one point, I'm like, this is hot. I say that out loud. I'm like, this is very hot. And he's like, yes, it is. And he's smiling down at me. And he's got this great look of excitement. But also I can tell he's having fun and, and just enjoying himself. It's not all about this erotic moment. It's fun. We're having fun together. And the energy very much mirrors that.
1: Well, listen, we've heard this a lot. I hear it a lot from guys, particularly the guys that obviously you play with and that I'm vet and that kind of thing. We don't make it difficult. No, it's very easy. Yeah, You know, if you just do the right thing, this is a very easy process. There's nothing weird about how you and I interact with single guys.
0: Yeah. But I also think this is one of those situations where you could easily take the moment too seriously. Oh, for sure. It's someone you don't really know you're in an environment where you're not it, that you're not in all the time. And I think this could easily be a situation where you suck the fun out of it yep. because you're just so focused and you're putting pressure on the situation. Like just so
1: much in your head, absolutely.
0: And that is not what happened. We are kind of laughing back and forth. We're definitely talking dirty to each other. I'm telling him his cock feels so good and like, oh, that's a nice big cock. And he's like, how does that cock feel for you? So there's definitely eroticism happening, but we're also laughing and kind of giggling. And I remarked on the people fucking next to yeah, us. Yeah, of course, and- now
1: you can hear, other other people it becomes you know somewhat humorous you know
0: <laughs> so he is just pumping into me and pumping into me and there was one point when the woman next to us came very hard and I don't know if that fueled me enough to send me over the edge or if I was going to have an orgasm anyway but I had one of the more explosive orgasms I've had in a very long time. It was fucking hot. My legs were shaking. My back hurt from, I think, from kind of clenching so much and pushing myself up. And... Oh my God, it was amazing.
1: So like a combination of the erotic, audible sounds coming from the room next door and what you were experiencing, obviously. Yeah,
0: and this amazing guy with this amazing cock. I think it was the combination of the two, absolutely. So he continues to fuck me and we are at one point just making out. I'm rubbing my hands all over his back on top of his lips being so soft. His skin was also so soft. This is clearly a guy that takes care of himself. Sure. And I'm thinking of that while we're having sex, which I know sounds weird, But I'm thinking to myself, like, God, this feels good. Like his skin against my skin, my hand on his soft back. All of that added up to a very sexy experience for me. It wasn't just the cock inside of me. There were a lot of other elements that were sexy to me.
1: Well, all of those elements just for me, it just adds to the experience. Yeah. You know, the soft skin, the smells. I mean, that's the big thing, right? The scent in a room on a person. It sends me over the edge. If it's amazing, yeah, it's fuel.
0: Yes. And everything was firing on all cylinders. So I have the sex noises. I have the beautiful pink light. I have the hot guy. I have his soft skin. At one point, he leans down and with his amazing lips starts kind of sucking on my tits and biting and nibbling on them. And I have another orgasm, not quite as strong as the first one, but a really, really nice orgasm. I'm clenching all over him. I push him right out of me straight out of me. It
1: happens all the time.
0: <laughs> and I also think this is an interesting thing that you don't necessarily always think of when you're at a club or an event like this. I was the first one that he was with that evening. I don't think he expected that that was going to be his only play session of the evening. Right. So he didn't finish and I was not offended by that. Interesting. I was like, okay. We kind of, I pushed him out. We laughed about it. We laid there for a second. We kind of joked. He kind of stroked on my arm, my hair a little bit, told me I was beautiful and, you know, thank you so much for that time. And we kind of ended Ended it there. And I liked that. That's because it didn't put all of this pressure on the situation.
1: Well, he also didn't put any pressure on himself, really. He had a great time. Listen, the good news is, for him and for you... He made you orgasm. As far as he's concerned, his orgasm was not as important. Yes. You know, and you didn't make it a big deal. So he certainly, and I would imagine in his mind, did exactly what he was supposed to do.
0: I feel like far too many people rely on the man's orgasm as the end to their time together. That is the stopwatch yeah. for their play. And if we get out of that and we just have experiences for the pleasure, and then we allow ourselves to end when it makes the most sense organically, it can be a lot less awkward. And that's exactly what this situation was. I shoved him out after having four orgasms with him. He was like, okay, that was really fun. I had an amazing time. Let's let's clean up and end it here. And I liked that.
1: Yeah, I don't know how many people do enjoy that or appreciate that, I should say, but it makes sense to me. Like you said, it was early in the evening, probably 10:30, 10:45. You know, this guy wasn't necessarily done at that point. You know, you wouldn't think. So, yeah, why uh, shoot himself in the foot, so to speak?
0: Well, why put pressure on the situation? Yeah, no need to. So I really had a great time with him. We are, I'm hopeful that he will want to hang out with me again. I definitely want to hang out with him. And I just liked the situation for what it was. It was fun. It was silly. I'm not looking for this to be a lifelong friend or anything. If it happens, that's great. But it was just this reminder that you can go into experiences and you and I are fucking horrible at this, but you can go into an experience and appreciate it for what it is, which is hot sex that leads to you and I having even hotter sex when we get home.
1: Yeah, that's just it. I think you and I have gotten to the point now where we're just going to enjoy the experience for the experience itself, not thinking 10 steps. Steps down the road. exactly. You know, it is what it is. And if it's a great experience then that's great for us and if it turns into something later, perfect. If not, that's okay too. So, you know, I think we're we're getting better at that.
0: Yeah, I think this was a good example of that and I had a, a great, great night. fucking time.
1: Yeah, it was it was really interesting. I mean, there were a lot of unique opportunities in this evening that I didn't see coming, obviously, and, but to see you outside of your typical comfort zone. You got out of your head. You stepped outside of your own way and just kind of did your thing. And really, we were not concerned. I wasn't as concerned about what you were doing. You weren't as concerned about what I was doing. We weren't concerned about necessarily overly communicating throughout the course of the evening. We touch base when we needed to. You know, that's not the norm for us because that's not a normal, normally a comfortable space for us to be in a club with a bunch of strangers. And although I must say this experience, this particular facility. It was really very comfortable. I have I had no problem being there. I would have played in any of those rooms. Yeah. Which is not the norm for me. <laughs> so yeah, I, it was a great experience.
0: It was so fun. So I really enjoyed that. And I hope to have another club experience to tell you guys about in the future. I'm clearly learning that when I can hear other people having sex, it's fucking hot to me. So that's something that, you know, it's, it's a benefit to being in a club, period. Yeah,
1: that third-party auditory experience certainly doesn't hurt.
0: Yes, absolutely. So guys... We are going to be talking about some of the experiences we are currently having real time on our bonus episodes on Patreon. We also are giving a lot more details on the events that we have coming up this week on our bonus episode on Patreon. So that's one reason that we would love for you to join us there. We obviously have our Telegram group with so many amazing people chatting every single day with us. And those are just a couple of the things we offer as a thank you for sponsoring the show. We want to give a very big thank you to the newest members of our Patreon community. who this week are Dixie, Omar, Anita, Shelly, and Marianne. Thank you guys so much for jumping on board with us. We appreciate your support endlessly, and we can't wait to get to know you better via our Patreon community. Also, just throwing this out there, I had a play session that you will not hear on the show, but you can see it on OnlyFans.
1: Very fucking hot stuff.
0: It is exclusively going to be on our OnlyFans. I'm also going to be providing some naughty audio in addition to the video because a lot of my OnlyFans folks seem to really enjoy that. So if you want that experience and to see who my latest play partner has been, head on over to OnlyFans.com front porch swingers. You can of course find us on social media. We're on Twitter at FPSwingers Instagram at FPSpodmedia now TikTok at Front porch swingers and we're on youtube as front porch swingers so find us in all the places and what else do we have
1: lots lots coming up not just this weekend weeks and months to come stay tuned for all the fucking cool shit we have planned i I am so excited about so much of this stuff i I can hardly contain myself
0: yeah we're like coming into our own here in vegas and i'm so excited to share
1: that with you guys yeah and vegas is very slutty so (laughs)
0: apparently just walks up to people and says she wants to fuck them yeah
1: yeah so yeah you want to be behind her at the bank
0: (laughs) Stay tuned for all that. And thank you guys so much for listening.
1: Thanks, everybody.